Thanks for downloading this podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get the new messages every week. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Being faithful when nothing new is happening. That's not an easy thing to do, though. The Word of God tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 30, it says, If we are faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot disown himself. That means that God not just calls faithful, he is faithful. So if he was to be faithless, then he will disown himself. Remember that the Bible tells us that he remains faithful when you miss, when you fall, when you are not what you are supposed to be. When you raise your voice, when you doubt, when fear comes, God remains faithful because he cannot disown himself. The Bible wants us to be imitators of God because we are his children. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children. Like we said last week, one tests in line that we all we have to pass is that of being faithful and nothing new is happening. Let me let that sink. I'm talking about when you just wake up in the morning and go to work and come back and raise children, go home, clean, cook, do the same thing again and again. Maybe you've been praying for finances, for the person of your dream, for healing, and the answer doesn't come, not yet. In fact, if you have to be very honest, in many situations, it seems like the more you pray, the worse the situation is. Talk about you've done everything that you know to do with this child. Prayed, confessed, fasts. Don't you know that it's easy to be our best when we are getting good breaks? When things are falling in place. When a child is active in church. When somebody recognizes our job, our work at our job. And what about when you are working hard without any recognition? You are being your best when the marriage isn't improving. I'm talking about you honor God with your life. But you don't seem to see the increase that you've been taught to expect. Can you remain faithful? We want something new, don't we? He said to God, what's next? He said, keep going in a circle. In fact, he's asking you to go around Jericho one day, day when you are still strong. And then on the seventh day, he's going to ask you to go around seven times. It's not fair. Actually, people were very excited the first day, the second day, the third day, you know. (laughs) Lord, you understand. No, he does not understand. What he understands is your persevering, being faithful. Will you remain passionate when you are doing the same thing again and again and nothing seems to change? The bottom line is this. Can you remain faithful when nothing new happens with that beast, with that job, with that child, with that marriage situation? See, that's the test we all will have to face from time to time. And the angel said, Amen. But people, what we often fail to realize is that when you are faithful in the routine, even though you may not see any increase, something is happening that you can't see in the natural. Your character is being formed. It is being developed. Your spiritual muscles are getting stronger. You're not just taking the word. How many of you know that you can receive the word and be so heavy with the word? without developing spiritual muscles. I'm talking about before the pastor opens the mouth, you know the best. In fact, you can teach better than pastor does. The only problem is that we are just fast with no muscles. 
But when you are doing it the right way, you're not just going to be eating. You are going to be developing a spiritual mode for the walk, for the fight. You are being prepared for where God is taking you. You don't want to get there before your muscle is strong enough to handle the weights. Don't you know that routineness is not always exciting? I know routineness is always exciting to Brenda. But for many of us, routine is never exciting. But let me tell you this. It is necessary. Thank God for miracles. Thank God for breakthroughs. Yes. Thank God for God's intervention. But most of life is routine. If you cannot handle the routine, you will not be able to handle the miracle. Because the routine is necessary for your preparation for the miracle. Because you will never become all you were created to be without being your best. When it's mundane, that means that nothing very much happens. It's just everyday living. You will never arrive where God is taking you without being excellence even when there is no reward having a good attitude when it's just another ordinary day coming to praise the lord even though you may be hurting not because you are afraid that psalm is gonna talk to you after saying this because he did not see but because you are there because you know that you are serving the lord with your heart you know that your miracle, your breakthrough can take place anytime. You'll never become all that God created you to be until you learn how to work the routine. Sing in the praise and worship team without wondering what the reward has been. Going to work with a smile another week. Doing the right thing with a good attitude another month. Just taking one day at a time. Instead of thinking about five years, you just come today and enjoy the Lord because you know that He's got a plan for you today. Plan of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. Don't you know that it is the routine that prepares you for the big promotion? It's kind of interesting because Roland said to me that his boss said one time, I really want to hire those people who work in DFS because they've been the best employee. So Roland will tell you that when he was working in DFX, he did not think that he was setting him up to become a light, to become an example, to become someone that the boss will say, you know anybody who's working in DFX, I want to hire them. Why? Because I remember when Roland used to come to me and say, Dad, are you sure that I don't need another job? I said, no, go because God is preparing you for something. We'll wake him up in the middle of the night. We'll come back exhausted. This project was due now. Another project was due now. Another project was due now. I kept saying to him, I said, God is preparing you for something. I don't know what it is. But when God is ready, he's going to move. And look at what God had. A number of months ago, he was given that job of a managerial position. He was on probation today. Do you even remember that today was the, the last day of your probation? No, today the boss walked to him and said, Did you know that your probation is over today? I'm giving you a raise. Hallelujah. The boss said, You know, I'm so thankful that I saw that we're going to be the person fit for this position. But when it does start, it started working at defense. When nobody recognized his job. At some point, I thought that people were just using it. 
Job chapter 8, verse 7 in the New American Standard Bible. Though your beginning was insignificant. See, we can talk about Joseph. We can talk about David. What about Roland? Being faithful day in and day out. Going out of your way to exhibit a great attitude even when you are tired. These are the things that prepare you for your promotion. Someone listening to me is going to receive a big promotion. Because you have been faithful in serving your pastor, in serving your boss, in serving your parents, God watched you when nobody recognized. Has anybody ever felt that you weren't making much progress? See, that's when you have to watch out for your attitude because you can either complain and gripe and blame your boss and blame everybody else or you can say, Lord, I don't like where I am right now. But since you have me here, then there must be a purpose. Instead of fighting, I'm going to keep being my best. See, people, we read about the heroes of faith. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Ruth, David, and so on and so forth. And we think that their lives were every day very exciting. But the truth is, most of their life was routine. Yes, Moses parted the Red Sea, but he did not part the Red Sea every day. Yes, Moses was sent to ask Pharaoh, to let my people go. But you know that Moses was working a routine shepherd job in the field for 40 years. <laughs> 40 whole years he was going around in a circle. He knew that God was calling him to deliver his people. And at some point he wanted to do it in the flesh. You remember when Moses saw that Egyptian fighting with an Israelite and killed because he was the deliverer. And then the next time he saw an Israelite fighting with another Israelite and wanted to separate them. One said, so you just want to kill me like you kill the very people that you want to help. Maybe the people who turn on you. And Pharaoh wanted to kill Moses. So Moses had to run to the back of the woods for 40 years. We call Joshua the deliverer. Don't you know that Joshua served under Moses for 40 years? We talk about Elisha with double anointed for many years. He was pouring water on Elijah's hand. You have to learn to enjoy right where God has placed you. Now, this is the day that the Lord has made. Instead of griping and complaining, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Tonight it may seem like you know closer to your dream than you were years ago. But I want you to keep doing the ordinary things with a good attitude. Go to that business with a good attitude. Don't wait until the business is sold. Work that business just like you're going to keep it for the rest of your life. Don't wait until your wife changes for you to love her. Love her just like you did the first day that you met. I should have said that about the husbands too. Because you know what? You are not just growing and Developing, you are moving even though you don't see the move. Every day that you faithfully do the routine thing, God spiritually is moving you forward. 
without your knowing it. And we know, do you know, that in all things, some of the, in all things, God works for, oh Jesus, let me let that sink in. Those of you watching, those of you in the house, do you know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him? Do you love God enough to say, I don't understand what's going on, but I know that you are a good God. I don't understand what's going on with my child, with my business, with my body. But I know that you are a faithful God. I know you have called me. I know that I'm in your purpose. So I'm going to trust and obey. Because there is no other way to be happy in Jesus to trust us. Sometimes the reason God is not changing the circumstances, son, is that he is using the circumstances to change hearts. And if we all start passing these tests, being patient when it's taking longer than we expected. Has anybody ever been there? Staying in faith when we are not getting our way. Having a smile when we're uncomfortable. That's when we are growing. That's when we are developing. That's when we are moving. You don't know but yet. God is moving you forward. And when you look at yourself, you still think that you are here. You don't even know that you are yards ahead. Naturally, you are still here, though. But spiritually, God has moved you closer to the breakthrough than you were yesterday. James chapter 1, verse 3, the Amplified Version. Be assured that the testing of your faith through experience. How does God test your faith? He gives you something to experience. The testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. You don't just get spiritual maturity or inner peace without challenges. When we are faithful, when nothing new happens, when we are happy when going through routine, we are growing and we are showing God that we can trust Him. We are not leaning on our own understanding of how things should be. In all of our ways, we acknowledge Him. Right in this rubble, we acknowledge Him. Right in this ordinary, we acknowledge Him. We say, Lord, you have been good. I could easily complain, but when I look back, your blessing way past all that I'm facing right now. Like David, that's when you are not just anointed, you are being prepared for the throne. Like Ruth, that's when you are not just gleaning, but you are setting yourself up to own the whole farm. I hear in my spirit that someone watching, somebody listening, is about to cross over from gleaning to owning the farm. Joseph had a dream to become a leader early in his life. But for a good part of his life, he was going from one test and trial to another. We always talk about he became the prime minister of Egypt. That was towards the very end. He was going from one test and trial to another. Testing and trial had become a routine in his life. But little did Joseph know that he was being trained for the future. Little did he know that this was preparation for promotion. Somebody said, I am being prepared for promotion. Psalms number 105 verse 19 says, until the time when his word came to pass. In other words, Joseph had told people that he was going to become a leader. And that, you know, that word came from his spirit. But the Bible tells us that until 
until the time when his word came to pass. He was going through stuff. Okay, you don't know, you, you didn't hear. The word of the Lord tried him. The guests were about 14 years after being tried and tested and remaining faithful. Going through all kinds of unfair situations. Joseph's dream suddenly was fulfilled. Your dream is going to be suddenly fulfilled. And see, when people see the dream suddenly fulfilled, many people are not going to know the number of years that it took you to that to the place of that breakthrough. Let me tell you this, my friend. Passing the test in ordinary days is what leads to exceptional days. Write that down here. Ordinary days are much longer than the exceptional days. That's when you experience the manifestation of the moments of God's faith. You were going through a routine. You were just doing what you knew was right. Sometimes you did not really feel that you should do it and you knew it was the right thing to do. God is about to thrust you years ahead because you've been faithful working the word, working the principles that you have learned here on Sundays and other days. Now let me tell you this, when God puts a dream in your heart, whether to meet a person or business or be healed or whatever, you're going to undergo some testing. The greater the dream, the greater the test. I can hear somebody say, well, Lord, don't give me a big dream. No. When God gives you a dream, he's going to give you the grace and the resources to be able to fulfill that dream. God uses tests to prove your character. Your character is being proved right now. He uses tests to make sure you don't waste the dream, that you are not going to waste the dream. He wants to know that you are ready to handle the fulfillment of the dream. See, if Joseph did not go through Potiphar's house, if Joseph did not go through the prison, he would not have been able to handle the position of the prime minister. When you read the story of Jesus, wherever you placed him, he gave his best. Tests prepare us and so we can in future become good custodians, good stewards of God's dream. And I promise you that the present soul is preparing you for future glory. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 says, I consider that our present soul, now he's not talking about sickness and disease and right. poverty though, he's talking about suffering because he was a Christian. Things that the enemy brought on him because he was a believer. He says, I consider that our present suffering are not worth comparing with the glory. Someone said glory. Glory has to do with heaven. That will be revealed in us. Remember, it says that will be revealed in us. There's a glory in you that will not be brought out until you go through stuff. If God has given you a dream, be prepared to be tested and be prepared to wait for the fulfillment of it. But while you are waiting, remain faithful. I promise you that there is a king in you and there is a queen in you waiting to be manifested. But it will take being faithful in the routine to manifest that son and daughter of God. It will take some perseverance to make that happen. Remember the text I said out this morning? Blessed is the one who perseveres on that trial because having stood the tests, that person will receive the crown of life Jesus. that the Lord has promised to those who love it. James 1.12 in the New International Version. Blessed is the one who perseveres, who does not cave in, who does not just break down, but keeps going. 
Because when the going gets tough, the top gets going. Blessed is the one who perseveres hundred trials. Because having stood the test, someone says, I'm going to stand the test. That person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised. Somebody here ought to shout hallelujah. There is a king in you. There's a queen in you. There's a business in you. There's financial breakthrough in you. There's counsel in you. There's everything in you. But it will take being faithful in routine to bring it out. It will take some perseverance to make it happen. First Peter 5, chapter 5, verse 10 says, And the God of all grace. Somebody said, the God of all grace. The God of all grace who calls you to his eternal glory in Christ, Crystal, after you have suffered a little while. I can hear somebody say, God, you call it a little while? I've been going through it all my life and you say it's a little while. I heard a story one time that uh, this person went to God. He asked God, what does uh, a billion dollars look like for you? He said, oh, nothing, just like a billion. What about a thousand years? Oh, it's just like a minute. So God, if it's so easy for you to get a billion dollars, can you give me a billion dollars? God said, give me a minute. <laughs> Some of you did not get it, but you'll get it sometime. First Peter 5, 10 says, And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, <laughs> you did not know that it was a little while, did you? Will himself, some of the will himself, restore you. Remember that we said some time ago, when we think about restoration as human beings, we think about, yeah, bring the condition of things to what it was. But when we talk about restoration with God, when God finishes his restoration, that thing will look many times better than it was originally. God is about to restore to you all of the years that the locusts have eaten. God is about to restore your marriage to you. Restore your family to you. Restore the business to you. God is about to restore your health to you. After you've suffered for a little while, will himself, you know that he said himself, restore you and make you strong and firm and steadfast. You know what my challenge to you is tonight? I want you to make a quality decision to remain faithful right where you are. Passing the tests in ordinary days is what prepares you for the exceptional days. Days when you experience God's move in your life that never experienced before. You experience favor in a way that you did not even dreamt about. I can see God thrusting you years ahead because over the years you have been faithful. That's when God does exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond your wildest dream and highest. To God be the glory forever and ever. Did anybody get anything out of tonight? Did anybody get anything out of tonight? Come on, go ahead and give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Changing Mindset Podcast by Pastor George Utah. Help us to share this message. We hope you will subscribe so you can receive the latest podcast to keep you inspired during the week. We are praying for you. We know God best for you is still ahead. Call 706-485-0166 for more information and be blessed.